0: Thanks again. Happy Wednesday. Greetings. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Downtime Gaming Podcast. Each and every week, we're bringing you in the latest in video games, board games, anything else in between that you can do in your hard-earned downtime. As always, I'm your host, Chris Horswell. Hello. And joining me across the airwaves, once again, it's Chris Horswell, Chris, how's it going, mate? Oh, yeah. It's going well, man. It's going well. How are you doing, Chris? Yeah, back to work, living the dream, as they say. Oh yeah. Okay, but yeah, this week it is me flying solo, going a bit Han over here, just due to a bit of a uh, scheduling conflict. Bear with me while I run this through by myself and. Pure heads up here, this is not going to be a full episode. You have not got to endure this for an entire hour, hour and a half. Unless I like really just start enjoying monologuing. And then, yeah, then you can listen to this all day long. But what I'm going to do for you today, guys, is seeing as we're not going to be able to give you a weekly fill of content, I'm just going to use this space just to, just to share a few other little content creators, some big, some small. Just kind of let you fill up the hour you usually give to us. Use it for someone else. See what else is out there in the world of hobbies and interests. First things first, if you haven't, you need to go check out Downtime Cards. Sam is an absolute treasure for interviews, Downtime Cards. He's just been releasing all this content, opening packs, getting excited like a little puppy. If you haven't seen it already, definitely check it out on YouTube. He is plugging content. He is plugging numbers. He's plugging cards. I'm pretty certain that man is made for cards. If there is a way to turn this hobby into a career, I'm 100% convinced he is the person to do so. So if you haven't already, you need to go check it out. And on the topic of checking things out, Hey, if you like board games, do you like video games? Do you just kind of want to chat to like-minded people on Discord channel? Well, I have some fantastic news for you as a listener. We've got our own Discord. And this time, we're actually putting the link to the Discord in the show notes. So come join us, come check out. Thursday night gaming sessions. You yeah, know, what have we been doing recently? We're playing some more Codenames. Codenames get surprising competitive. When you play every week for six weeks in a row, who would have thought it? Now, a bit of Gartic phone. If all the streamers are doing it, why can't we do it? Got to place cartographers and stuff on Tabletopia. Hey, digital board games. Not as good as real board games, but you what? It does the job. So, yeah. Check out the Discord. Check out Downtown Cards. Check out Downtown Gaming everywhere under the sun. We've got socials for days. We've got all the media covered. So, without further ado... And to stop myself rambling any further, if you need something to listen to right now, if you're walking to work, if you're sitting there on a train, if you just like having people talk random crap at you while you sleep, here is five podcasts that I've been thoroughly enjoying back on my commute, and ones that I could easily recommend. So, for all you board game fans out there, if you haven't heard of these guys, well, get out of that rock you've been hiding under, it's a shut up and sit down podcast. These British lads are hilarious. We're really good group of guys. They have been such good faces of the board game hobby for years now. Like their YouTube video is absolutely hilarious. They've done one recently on a game called The Fuzzies, which is basically Jenga with little Velcro fuzzy pads rather than little wooden bricks. My days. You did not think they could release a 20-minute video about a fuzzy version of Jenga. But they did it. Hilarious. Definitely worth a watch. They've got a podcast as well. And they are just so good at turning board games into such an exciting conversation and just showing their passion through every step of the way. And do you know what? YouTube only ever shows the good games, all the controversial games. The podcast, you get all the games. Is it crap? Well, get quick 30-second coverage over there. Is it great? Maybe only 30-second coverage as well, depending on times. So who knows? They, 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 they're they cycling to their own rhythm. But a few video game fans out there don't worry got your back there as well you go check out the fire escape cast and you're like oh chris where's the fire escape cast what i I don't want like a health and safety or fire safety focused podcast what are you trying to offer me here and (laughs) dear listener now fire escape that's dan varekart mike Mahardy, and mary can't remember her last name right now sorry mary and essentially, these three guys have been friends for ages. And it's essentially just a podcast of so them just chatting. Just absolute nonsense. You know, like, if you fit me in sound chat nonsense? No, nah, no. Go check these guys out of an episode. absolute nonsense. Also, they're really heavy into the video game industry, whether it's via Twitch or whether it's through actual journalistic options. So, definitely worth checking out, you know. And like, I think they've been doing it now for almost 10 episodes – and, yeah, they are a fantastic listen as well. So board games and video game, guys, you're all covered. There you go. Easy peasy. But, hey, Chris, what if I'm not really in the mood to listen to a board game and video game? You are the only content we want to hear about these topics. <laughs> Look no further. You've got Panning the Stream, which is another one by Dan Vicar and his wife, Banker. Those two just watching films and streaming services. And they're just chatting about films I've been enjoying. And you're like, do you what? I'm down for that. Yeah, I'd be honest, I only really listen to the episodes of the films I've seen, because I'm just that sort of person, but love listening to them, absolutely delight listening to them as well. And on the topic of husband and wife, what if you just want to listen to husband and wife just bicker at each other? Got you covered there, shag, married and annoyed. Basically, take a comedian, take his wife who used to work in theatre, put them together where they bicker and point out each other's flaws, but still on a podcast. Hilarious, hilarious. Chris and Rosie Ramsey are both just straight-up really funny people. And they've actually got a show coming up soon when they're going on tour for the first time. So have you not checked out before? Probably have. They've been around for years. They're much bigger than we will ever be. know why know one plugging at this point. I'm just doing it because I can. They are definitely worth checking out. And lastly, husband and wife combos. Apparently, that's a really common thing in the podcast world. Because last up is murder with my husband. And no, no husbands are being murdered in this. You know, like, for all those wives, who just lost a bit of their temper recently. This isn't going to give you advice on how to do it. This isn't going to give you any hints or tips about how to get away with murder. This isn't Netflix. But Murder With My Husband is essentially this American couple where the wife is straight up obsessed with true crime. You know, like, spent her entire life just learning all about these cases, getting really invested in these stories. And her husband just doesn't like any of it, doesn't care for it. So it's essentially her just reading off these cases and doing all of this additional research, adding all the sources. And the husband's just the live react. You know, he's he's the me of his podcast. He just live reacts to stuff. And it is just fantastic to listen to those guys. Honestly, honestly, chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Discovered that one recently. Thank you very much, Emma. And I've definitely been binging that, even if sometimes you do question what you enjoy in life and how these things can happen. And how on earth was that person kept kidnapped for seven and a half years and nobody knew, you know, just absolutely wild ride, absolutely wild ride. So I'm not going to go too much into the news. I don't want to just sit and read the news at you guys. Honestly, there's quite a few things going on. If you really want to look into it all like Broken Token, check out Broken Token and Dicebreaker. Breaker. It's a bit of a horrible story involving all sorts of allegations, which the, basically the CEO of Broken Token essentially admitted to. There's a whole load of drama there. <sighs> the worst parts of the hobby. But if you really want to catch up on the news, definitely check out Dicebreaker. Definitely check out Eurogame of video games as well, because there is always news happening, and we just aren't going to be your source this week. And game-wise ho oh, game-wise, I'm not going to go too into this because I cannot wait to talk to Sam about it. And really hope Sam's managed to get some time in, in this one because 12 Minutes came out on Xbox and PC via Game Pass, obviously, because, you know, even though we haven't been sponsored by Xbox just yet, a man can dream. But 12 Minutes is this weird interactive point-and-click style game. So essentially, imagine one of your point-and-click adventure games from the 90s. But it's all done with this really clever narrative where every time 10 minutes pass in real time, the time loop will restart. And of course, everything resets in the environment, which is essentially your flat. And all of the characters don't remember anything that's happened except you as a protagonist. And you're, you're trying to solve all these puzzles. You're trying to solve this mystery of what's happening, knowing you've only ever got a 10-minute window. And I played it for a good five hours on Monday. And I, I apart from getting really stuck in one puzzle which I uh, shouldn't have got that stuck as I did. It is incredibly exciting, that game. It does such a good job of telling you this story. And like it's, it's like breadcrumbs. It's one of those sort of games where you're constantly just following the trail of breadcrumbs and you get like different decision trees coming off it. And you're like, okay, well, I've just tried this option. What about this option? And then you unlock something new and you're like, you start thinking about the beginning again and going, well, okay, now I've found this new item. Does it help me interact with the world, interact with the characters in a new way? Or why trying to solve this mystery? And like it's such an interesting game. I can't I can't recommend it enough at the moment. And like it apparently is only about eight to ten hours long. I think it's gonna take me longer, just because I kind of suck at puzzle games sometimes. Sometimes you're pulling at the wrong thread for quite a while. I think I was pulling at the wrong thread for about an hour and a half before finally working it out. But then luckily, by the time I've pulled at the thread for so long, when I got to the next set of puzzles, the next set of like trying to discover what to do, I'd accidentally already solved it all because I don't want to even pull at the wrong threads. So it's very good at letting you come to your own conclusions in your own way. And I'm fairly confident this is one of those games where if you and six friends all played it and then wrote down your entire story, your entire experience of how you got to those answers and those revelations, you're going to have different answers. And I think that's just fascinating for a game based on 10-minute time loop. And the game's called 12 Minutes. Here's a 10-minute time loop. I still don't know why this is about two minutes. I'm going to assume it's something to do with the ending of the game, because otherwise I am just not going to be able to recommend it purely on the fact the name is a lie. But other than that, you've got Daisy Ridley, you know, Star Wars. She's coming. You've got Willem Dafoe playing as the villain. You've got James McAvoy playing as the protagonist most of the time they're pretty on point for the voice acting. Every now and then, somebody gives a line that's a little bit jarring. And the only downside of that is then when you have to repeat the time cycle another 10 times and you hear that jarring line, it goes from being a bit jarring to, ah, this is part of the charm. This is part of the character. So it's a very fun little game that you could pick up and play for half an hour. 10 minute runs at the longest each run. Some runs are shorter because obviously there are times that things go wrong. You can easily get in quite a few reps of that. But one thing I will say, it's definitely a game where I'm glad you can pause. Because otherwise it would be even more frustrating when you're halfway through a run, something happens, and you're like, well, now what? Because I can't walk away from the run, I need to see it through. Like It's, just, it's incredibly clever how the game makes different decisions and different actions happen based on how interactive or uninteractive you are. Like, there's points in the game where it feels like it rewards you for just not doing anything and letting the situation play out. And there's other times where it actually rewards you for getting involved in a situation de-escalating or escalating. And it gets a bit dark. It does get a little bit dark, I will say that, that. Those themes don't really bother me. But that game does definitely go some places in the story it's trying to tell from what I've seen so far. And some people might struggle with some of the themes that it's discussing some of the topics that it does go down. But I do think that is still a game I would recommend, even knowing that. Because I think the way it's trying to use the medium to tell the story just makes it very unique. You know, like for the story they're telling, it just wouldn't be as engaging if it was in a TV show or in a film. I don't even think it'd be as engaging in a book. But something about playing out the same time over and over, where you're starting to manage a clock and you're starting to realise that certain events are going to happen at certain times. It it's increasingly satisfying as you start solving all of the like, multi-levels, multi-levels, the multi-layers of the puzzle. So, honestly, honestly, pretty good game, pretty good game. You need to you need to get on that. Maybe the time to listen to the podcast to go play that for an hour instead. Check it out. Why not? But, yeah, that is all we're going to be getting from me. Sorry that we are going to give you a full episode this week. It's a shame, but life happens and this is just one of those weeks that we just couldn't get it to work, whatever we tried to do. So with that, if you liked what you heard, even it was a little bit short, if you liked what you heard, check us out all over the place. You know, We've got our own website, downtimegaming.co.uk. We've got Twitter at downtime underscore gaming. We've got Instagram, downtime gaming. We've got Facebook. Still, again, downtime gaming. Or Maybe you just don't want to play games at the moment. Maybe we'll some cards. We've got you back. We've got you, man. We've got you. Go check out Downtime Cards. The Downtime umbrella of branding is growing. You watch. You watch. The sky is the limit. And underneath all, it's downtime. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Now, it's been a pleasure. Take care of yourself and keep safe out there. See you next week. Bye.